This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. Happy New Year to you, my dear friends. It's so beautiful to have you here with us. It's been, can you, can you believe it's been four years, four years on this amazing, amazing journey of Moments of Grace all over the world. We have had an opportunity to touch over 90,000 people. I'm just blown away and amazed that all over the world, people have thought enough of this uh, broadcast, of this podcast, thought enough of my teaching and, and the guests that we bring in to be a part of the Moment of Grace family. So so thank you. You, you, you lasted four years with us. We want to thank you. As we start our discussion on today, kicking off the new year, uh, it was 1943 and a young man was born. Uh, in 1943, uh, this gentleman got into politics. Actually, he was uh, got his master's degree out of uh, uh, Emory University there in Atlanta. R- rose to prominence to become the 50th House Speaker in the House of Representatives. Um, same time while Bill Clinton was there, you know, him. It, it, he might have fallen into the ether of your memory. But, but you'll remember the name if if you know anything about politics or watch politics of any any kind. Uh, Republican Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, from 1995 to 1993, he was Speaker of the House. He gave, he gave Bill Clinton all kinds of devil. I'm telling you, he, he was a firebrand for his constituency. Um, but Newt ran across a book in his reading that became a prominent piece of his personality and his expectation for the men and women that were part of his caucus. Uh, The book was by uh, Dr. Fran D. Walls, uh, and it was called called The Surprising Science of the Alpha Male. Dr. Walls was a um, primateologist. He, He studied gorillas. Now, the term alpha male didn't start with uh, Dr. Walls, um, and it, of course, didn't end with Dr. Walls, but Newt popularized it because he had his caucus to read, and especially the young uh, gentlemen and women in the House of Representatives coming in in his caucus, he, 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 it, was, it was required reading for them. And it expanded into all facets of our society in the business, you know, almost, you know, almost became that, that terminology alpha male just became popularized because of Newt's pushing of that book that Dr. Uh, Walls wrote. Well, my guest today has written a book, but, but his book not only deals with the social strata, but his book is much different than Dr. Wall's book and maybe some of the other books that deal with business and the alpha male, because his book deals with one alpha male above all. His name was Jesus Christ, Yahshua, the Messiah. So I'd like to welcome to Moments of Grace, Pastor Morrison Johnson, who's written a book, Mr. Alpha Male, Construction of God-Valued Men. Pastor Johnston. Johnson, welcome to Moments of Grace. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Butler. It's just a blessing to be here. You have definitely made uh, this uh, journey so vivid in my mind about 
how important the book is and from the past to the present. So thank you so much for allowing me to be here. Oh, it, it's a pleasure to have you, brother. I've, I was been, I've been excited about this interview. I've read your book and, and really just wanted to bring you on uh, here on Moments of Grace. Like I said, you know, we're, we're kicking off our, our fourth inaugural uh, year with with this interview. And, and I couldn't couldn't think of a better person to bring on uh, two Moments of Grace than yourself. So with that said, now, I know you. I love you. You're, you're a musician. You're uh, a father. You're, you're, you're a mechanic. You own your own business. You wear uh, tons of hats. And, and I can toot your horn, but you know, the old saying, nobody can, can nobody can croak in your pond like you can. So, <laughs> so if you don't mind, introduce yourself to the audience, uh, Pastor. Well, I am uh, Pastor Marsden Johnson. I'm a graduate of USC uh, with a bachelor's in uh, ed- education and psychology. I have a, a lovely family. Uh, I have kids, two, three kids, if you will, uh, my daughter, my son, and two sons as well. And uh, their mothers, they are wonderful as well. So we're grateful for them and uh, and, the, and the relationships that we have there. I've also been in the ministry for over 20 plus years. Wow. And so uh, I've been an associate uh, minister, associate pastor with many different uh, hats in teaching Bible study, teaching Sunday school, uh, directing choirs <laughs> is uh, been, been a venture there, a business owner as well, over 15 years, wow. uh, G, uh, GM uh, manager for Parks Place. I did that for about uh, 13 years. And so the Lord had just given me favor and grace uh, to, to be able to do the things that I've done by his grace, by his mercy. And uh, I'm just grateful to to be a, a man of God that loved God and loved to do the work of the Lord in this capacity. Amen. Amen. And and, and like I said, you know, I, I've had to I've had the occasion, the wonderful, wonderful occasion, because you I, I say, you know, I'm 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 not a monolith. I, I uh, you know, the, the word is gestalt. It's a German word, which means bringing all parts in. And so uh, you are part of that gestalt in my life. I, I thank God for. What you've added to to me, you, you're a teacher extraordinaire uh, in your Bible studies. I, I really appreciate your your Bible studies as well as I've had an opportunity and occasion to deal with you in your business. I've had an opportunity to sing in your choirs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we 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 have we've 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 journeyed for for a, a few years together. Uh, you know, in, in in different capacities and what you're doing and also what we're doing. But this book, this book. Uh, the alpha male how how in the world did did you because this is your first is this your first uh your first writing assignment that god's given you this is the first one and it is definitely uh one of many to come i i love reading i love writing and it's just something that the Holy Spirit led me to write. Gotcha. I was, uh, it was really something that I was going through in my life and just, it was a change from different, listening to different other men and different podcasts. And they were always talking about high value men, high gotcha. value men. I read these type of books and see those things. And then the, the Holy Spirit gave me this mindset. What about a God value man? Wow. Right, right, <laughs> And so the God value man came about, but then I said, well, what, what shall I name it though? I was going to get people's attention. 
And that's when it begins to show me alpha male. But I said, it's got to be different. Well, it's got to represent something that is touched to me, touches my heart, Mr. Alpha male. And so with my mindset and what the Holy Spirit was doing, he began to teach, talk to me from a high value man to a God value man. What is going to be pivotal to to the kingdom of God? Mm -hmm. And so that's when all this began to come together. Uh, how do you, all the Bible, how the Bible represents alpha men <laughs> right, read, right. from the beginning all the way to the end leaders that represent that and, and, and try to get rid of all the negative stigma of alpha male to get right. to the positive, positive uh, touch of it. And so that's what this book encompasses. Uh, the number one alpha male, that is Jesus Christ, who, who declares, he said, I am the alpha and omega. And the omega, that's, that's right. True. And so from the journey of that and from different men in the Bible and from different men that I have been in in contact with and connected with, that's how this book began to be sculpted. Amen. Amen. And, 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 uh, uh, and so that's, that's just awesome. The way you, um, the way you shared, uh, the, the entomology of, or the beginning of, uh, of, of the birth of the book, not, not just to, um, to explain, you know, how it came about, but the whys. And and so we appreciate that because yeah, it is, it is the timeless catching. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that, you know, the moment you told me that told me about the book and you gave me the time, I was like, Oh man, I got to, <laughs> I got to read that. That's because again, knowing the, knowing where the, the birth of at least in popularized society uh, knowing how what alpha male means within the secular society, uh, myself being in business and retiring, uh, you, we've also heard this terminology. You know, you top dog, alpha male, and all this stuff, and and macho man, and everything else. And uh, you, you hit the nail on the head because I, I I did a sermon some years ago. I think uh, one of the wrestlers, his name was Macho Man Randy Savage. Right. And, uh, and I did a, a a sermon, the true macho man, you know, who in the world could let somebody nail them to a cross for a mm-hmm. crime they didn't commit. That That's a true macho man. That is the true. Uh, uh, that is the true alpha male. And, and so as you use Christ as the uh, as the uh, as the as your pivotal pivotal foundation for this, how did you bring it into uh, contemporary men where people will understand it, Pastor. That was so what's so powerful is uh, I basically utilize you know my own experiences, gotcha. biblical experiences, uh, leading topics that are that need to be dealt with in men, uh, men's topics that dealt that have the focus that focus on your weaknesses and your strength. Wow. And so listening to other podcasts and seeing their per- perspective and reading, I said, well, what was the biblical perspective? Mm-hmm. What is the biblical ideas that go with the, the focus and uh, dealing with uh, topics of your legacy, right. dealing with topics of code of ethics, mm-hmm. dealing with topics of, of, of procrastination, dealing with those, all the different mainstream topics to, to just establish a foundation for leadership. And so that so what I did was I took a blueprint of what others were doing and say, how do how do we approach it biblically? How do we approach it to give God values or add God values to that? So they can construct 
that alpha male in those in those concepts. And so that that's basically what we I focused on. Uh, okay, what would Je- and the old saying? What would Jesus do? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so those that that's how we kind of do it. Uh, uh, bridge the gap between the secular uh, man and high value to God value. Wow! 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 And 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 like I said, I've read your book, and and I think it is it's riveting. It's it's a it's a it's a good read. Um, you know, I I, I you know again, I, I have authors on here all the time, guys. It is um it it has depth, but it's an also an easy read. You, you can tell that um, Pastor uh, Johnson wanted wanted men to read it that you didn't you don't need to have a, a master's degree or a PhD in order to read it because again it is a it is an easy read but the conceptual pieces of it have some depth to it um one one of the things in the introduction that i loved uh, pastor talked about the uh the god value man label Sh- share with us because we're going to take a break but share with us a, a kind of uh, some structures behind that thought process Absolutely. Uh, and I, I was talking to a young man to, uh, just the other day about stereotypes and labels that mm-hmm. it's important to mm-hmm. understand that a label on something gives you a distinction of That's what right. you are and who you are so that when people see you, you represent that. And so I, I wanted to make sure that that God value label stood out and that what you have to do is, okay, embrace that you're a God value man, embrace that, that that's the status that you want to carry. And if you want to carry that, now you got to make a distinction between, <laughs> am I going to be this person or right. am I going to be this person that represents right. Christ? And so, and that that's how the label came about. I uh, I put an illustration in about uh, with Adam that how God named gave Adam to name to name the animals. Mm-hmm. And so when he, even though the downloads came to Adam, God already knew what it would be. He just gave Adam the the power and ability to to name it. So yeah. once he named it, now he had to take ownership of. It. And wow. so when you take ownership and you name yourself of a God met value man, now you take ownership of it. Now it becomes something personal to you. It's not just something that some people are talking about. It's what you live. In now. That's the way wow. that you live. Take wow. Be- beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, man, I'm, I'm <laughs> pastor. I'm looking forward to, to the rest of this interview, but we're going to take a small break. But when we come back, we want to continue our discussion discussion on uh on mr alpha male uh would you stay with us until after the break pastor yes absolutely wonderful wonderful uh we're going to be right back this is your host dr adrian buller i am with uh pastor uh morrison johnson who has written this book mr alpha male constructed construction of god value man we'll be right back after these messages
Hello, this is Bishop Nadine Barber, the Transitional Director for the Grace Project. I'm a part of the Board of Directors, and we have a message for you. Did you know that there are 250,000 families that are homeless in America? And the Grace Project is the solution. We refurbish homes and we build homes for families that are homeless. You can give financial donations and contact us through www.graceproject.info. We are a 501c3, so your donations are tax deductible. Again, you can contact us through www.graceproject.info. We are tax deductible. We are 501c3. Thank you in advance for your donations to the Grace Project. And so we're back as as you hear, as you hear, you know, in in the ads. Guys, I just want to thank you for being a part of uh, the Grace Project. I want to thank you for um, participating in the Grace Project. We, we're you know, we have five projects going on right now, five homes. Think about that. You know, if you're a paid subscriber to this broadcast, if you have given to the Grace Project, you are helping at least five families get a home. I want that to sink in. <laughs> how awesome the God we serve is and how awesome you are to be a, a subscriber, a paid subscriber to this broadcast. 100% of what you give goes to the Grace Project. And 100% of what you give, that love that you give, is going to help 100% of those families. So, so I personally want to thank you as we continue this journey uh, with the Grace Project. Well, let's get back to our discussion with uh, Pastor Morrison Johnson, who is here uh, on his book. Welcome back with us, Pastor Oh, it's glad. I'm just so glad to be here. It's so honored to be with you. Thank you so much. Oh, we're blessed to have you here, brother. I want to jump right back in the book. I, I don't, you know, we, we, you know, I can. You can tell by your writing that that you're not only uh, a, a theologian, but also the that you're a musician. And I'm explaining to you why because the you know you 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 don't start out heavy. You know, you kind of work into the crescendo. You kind of, <laughs> you know, one of one of the uh, one of the chapters deals with legacy. You know, and and you know, and I think that chapter is there for me. I got to say, it it made me stop and think. You know, before I get ready to get into the rest of the book, and the book just continues to build and build and build. But uh, that that piece about legacy makes us stop because. All of us are going to be remembered for something. You're you're going to be remembered for something. So 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 let's let's talk about that establishing your legacy and 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 some of the uh, maybe some of the high points in in that chapter uh, and what you're trying to convey there, Pastor. I, what I love that that's one of the books that touched me and motivate me and, and my mindset is like you said, what are you leaving? What are you going to remember, remember, remember for? And there are so many people that have left their legacy that we can remember for. I don't want to spend a lot of time on that, but the reality is, is now I tell people it's not about what you accumulate 
but mm. it's what you demonstrate, what you wow. give, what you give to right. others. That's what people are going to remember you about, what you give. You might have a lot of these things. You might accumulate a lot of money. But then what did you leave to bless somebody with? And I told him in the book, there's two things that, that you can leave a legacy. Usually it's with products or service, something that you have produced. Or something mm-hmm. that is a service to give to someone. So those main things are what actually allow society to continue to grow and to, to continue to thrive from products and services. And so when you, when you ask yourself, what is what is the product that you are producing or what is the service mm-hmm. that you're producing, whether it's profit or nonprofit, what are you leaving that other people will remember you for that you either started or that you perpetuated? in your time here. And so those things were important to me, but then I had to th- think about, okay, what would stop me from uh, fulfilling those things? Right, right, exactly, <laughs> and so, exactly. And so, and so that's what the Holy Spirit began to now think, t- tell me about actual legacy killers, mm. because those are the things that needed to be talked about. And you can, you can build a legacy or try to build a legacy, but things that kill your legacy- Come on now. Try to avoid. Right. So I, I start talking about some things about legacy killer, uh, lacking business savviness, and be able to uh, work in business with other people, be able to understand how businesses work. Uh, uh, so your social media presence. How <laughs> are you connected to any social media at all? Because social mm-hmm. media is the wave now. That's the if you're not connected to social media, then you're not going to be able to perpetuate any type of legacy that's of significance in the 2022 on. And so, right. so many things uh, that uh, drug addiction, uh, alcoholism, or weed, all those things begin to tear down your legacy because you won't be able to focus, you won't be able to put forth your full effort. So, is I had, I think, about 15 different legacy killers in it. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> but those things help to focus your mind on what are you going to do uh, to build your legacy and what are you going to do that's going to stop your legacy from growing. So, so if I'm hearing you right, and I'm just just kind of putting it, you know, in in the vernacular for my little simple brain. So your 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 legacy is kind of the your, your legacy is is the hub, and then you have all these spokes that's going out, and 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 based on what deteriorates, those spokes will deteriorate your legacy. If I'm if I'm hearing you right, uh, you being a mechanic, also you know if if uh, if the spokes <laughs> if the spokes are not all working, then there's no balance. And, and so so your legacy ends up becoming wobbly and ends up uh, going off the rails and, and the whole gamut. Am I hearing you right with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. All these things have to work together in, in, in continuity right. in order that you can build your legacy and it be a long lasting legacy. Because that's, right. You, right. you don't want to just die and your legacy die. You want to have something or someone or a system in place that will allow that legacy to keep going. So that Amen. means when people re- re- uh, remember you, they remember it. They remember you. That's right. Yeah, my, that's one thing my my uh, my pastor, uh, Pastor Barry Williams, uh, used to say, and he's he's dead and gone. He said the worst thing in the world a man could do is let his purpose die within him, die in him, uh, without passing it on. So so I, I totally agree with you. Um, but but one of the the other um, pieces in your book that uh, that really um, sparked me as as you know, as a as a speaker myself, as a minister myself, an author. Um, and in fact, I was just I'm writing a new book myself. Um, you, you, you dealt with understanding the code of ethics 
and and how and as an alpha male there must be a code of ethics i think we have walked away from a lot of the from a lot of the uh mores that we used to have as society and and so so share a little bit on that about that cuz i think that that code of ethics um is going to be a chapter and i want to challenge you if you get this book when you get this book stay in this particular chapter because it's going to challenge you. It, 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 am I right about that? You kind of wrote that to challenge people, uh, Pastor. Absolutely, absolutely. And in it, it, in the mindset is, doesn't matter where you started in your code of ethics. Mm. Uh, I use Moses uh, right, uh, right. as the 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 person that represent a change from bad ethics to the code of ethics mm. uh, that God had to take someone that was uh, had a challenging past. Right, right, <laughs> and then right. allow the code to come through him in order to create a system for the entire Israelites. Mm-hmm. And so your code of ethics is that that's that is the system in which God used in order to to allow you to be a light in the earth, to make that, be that God, to carry those God values, to carry that so that when people see your code, they'll see the ethics, they see actually the ethics of God. They see that value of God. Because without the code of ethics, then there's no morality. There's chaos. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dysfunction. But when you and we all have we all have it written in our heart already, but that doesn't mean that we develop them properly. That's right. There you go. <laughs> so, there you go. This this book portion allow us to correct those codes that we have been contaminated. That's been out, that mm. our culture has messed up. That our nature may have uh, have messed up. There there were five things in the code: that mm-hmm. your nature, your nurture, your culture, your environment, and uh, your belief systems. All those five. Well, it is the bottom or the or the substratum of your code. Right. And if right. if those are off kilter, then your code is going to be uh is not going to be uh a, a, uh strong. Mm-hmm. But you can correct your code, but you might can't correct your nature. But the, you can't correct your culture, what environment it's. You can't correct your belief system by looking into more. What what do I believe? That's right. And what did I believe that's wrong? And so all those things, all those methods help us to really scope a, a good code, a good code of ethics for my, our lives. Amen. Amen. And, and so when you, you know, I, and I love that piece because again, like I said, um, we all need to have, and I think that's, that's, that's what we, we've kind of. For the, the years has been the degradation. Uh, of that code of ethic, like I said, the degradation of of the morals. Um, you know, as you were writing this book, who who would you envision that was going to read this book, uh, Pastor? Absolutely, uh, definitely, um, God. Men, first of all, the men that were needing uh, a, a change in their life that gotcha. they uh, feel like they were uh, not well, not in that high level of respect, a high level mm-hmm. regard. A person that's saying, "Hey, I, I, I need some direction. I need some instruction." So, a person that's that's trying to l- live a godly life, a man of that nature, and, and or a father who's trying to communicate this to their children, or son, this type of mindset, this type of leadership role, because uh, that's what helped me. Uh, I was uh, at the age of about twenty, about twenty-seven, and Doctor. Um, 
McClawthorn. They had it in the uh, Urban League, mm-hmm. had a system called Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I was uh, kind of in between uh, 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 leadership and not leadership and trying to understand where do I fit. And this class of six weeks with other men wow. helped spook my mind, helped open me up to the leader that I need to be so that I can, like I said, lead that legacy so that I can make an impact in society. And so this book is for a guy that's I'm trying to figure this out. Oh, how do I figure this out? Which way do I go? How do I understand my value, my worth? So people, when they see me, they see my value clearly and distinctively. Uh, also, it's to mothers because uh, uh, 80% of mothers are, are raising uh, children these days, single single black mothers single are raising right. Right. And so that single mother is uh, wanting to be able to impact their child or son, whether it doesn't matter what ethnicity, they need to impact them in a way that's going to build that godly nature, godly value, or that leader uh, right. that they that they want to see thrive in society. In that right. So that is, all those, these are my main audiences that I'm reaching more with me talking to my younger self. <laughs> me <Hey. trying> to- <laughs> I understand that. Yes, sir. I want to. I don't know if you're like I am. I want to shake that guy sometimes. Just go back and shake him. <laughs> and, and like you said, maybe go back in the past and hand your book to to your younger self. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Uh, so, um, Pastor, our, our time is almost up. Uh, I want to cover uh, a couple, a few more things. Uh, one of the other things I thought was intriguing because, you know, you just didn't make it about um, what was downloaded in you into you from the Holy Spirit. You know, you you brought in uh, some Bible verses, you brought in some wisdom, but um, near the back of the book, you also had some quotes by some very prominent men. How did you how did you go about the process of choosing some of the quotes of, of some of the these spiritual, some of the spiritual leaders, um, you know, uh, uh, brothers that, that were motivational uh, in their speaking? How, how did you go about choosing their quotes, because I looked at a lot of their quotes and and, and just to uh, uh, throw a flare up, our pastor <laughs> is in there as well. Uh, pastor Walter Butler out of out of Lexington. Um, but but you 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 how did you go about choosing these particular quotes from these men? And, and what was it about their lives that made such an impact that you thought they were important enough uh, I, to be in your book? I believe that it takes men other men and leaders to make men amen and because agree. it takes that these were the men that were more that have molded me and right. built me and built my leadership and so i have about 40 40 men that i chose uh, probably more than that but these 40 <laughs> were ones that were significant to my life and to sculpt in my mind, sculpt in my culture, sculpt in my belief systems, sculpt in my code of ethics, to so that I can be that man that that stand out that right. has these my values. So that those those are the reasons the people that I chose uh, that I say I can go from birth all the way to right now that has been a, a super impact in my life. Awesome. And I wanted to be able to impact other men and saying, okay, look, it re- reflect who are the men that's in your life. 
Right, uh, right. Do you have any men in your life? Right, exactly. If you don't, then now, what do you need to do to connect the two men that was that's going in the direction or that the Holy Spirit leading you in the direction? And these were that that's what was so significant to me about Amen. is that Amen. these men would, uh, for for that reason, that particular reason. Got you, got you, and, and yeah, a lot of great vessels that you 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 have uh, uh, quoted in your book, and uh, that that is just awesome. Either. Uh, how they made an impact or actual direct quotes from them. So I just think that that was just awesome. Uh, we're wrapping up here, Pastor. And I love to ask my authors this because I always have an eclectic uh, answer from each of, of my authors. When, when the person closes the last um, chapter in your book, what do you perceive they'll walk away from that will be life-changing for them? Absolutely. Uh, I believe that that last chapter is, first of all, is going to reevaluate what type of person that you are. Mm -hmm. I believe I dealt with the the number one alpha male, Jesus Christ, being the pillar for it and the foundation for our life. And so my mindset is make sure we connect with him. Uh, And those last three things were the last thing, three things that even Paul talks about having love, hope and and uh, uh faith in your life, those are going to be your guiding pillars. That when you leave out of here, what is your love factors? What is your hope factors? And what are your faith factors that's going to build you, your your legacy, build your uh, code of ethics, and build your your value system in your life? And so that when you leave out, when you finish reading that book, you're going to say, all right, I can do this. All right, I can I can be this alpha male. I can be this example. I can be this pillar in my community. I can leave a, a mark that's going to be a blessing to people's lives. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, thank you so much for being here with us. And as you are watching or listening to us on the podcast or you're watching us on video, this is what I want to do um, for your paid subscription, for your paid subscription. Uh, up to two people. We're going to give you uh, Pastor Johnson's latest book, uh, an alpha, Mr. Alpha Male, uh, Construction of God Valued Man. And so we'll give you that as a as a gift for you becoming a paid subscriber, new paid subscriber in 2023 <laughs> of of uh, of the Moments of Grace podcast. So we're gonna we'll send you out his book, and that's at from the. Let me, let me quantify because we also have a, a 99 cent level. So no, we're not going to send it to you for becoming a member at 99 cent. But if you come in at five or $10 a month, we will send you his book and, and we'll send out two books. Pastor, thank you so much for being a part of Moments of Grace. And, and brother, you already know you have an open invitation. Uh, 2023, we want to see you back here at least a few more times talking about your, your book and maybe some things you have going on. So uh, don't let this be your last time. This is your first time with us, but it definitely will not be your last time. And let me say this before I let you go. You are a musician extraordinary. He's traveled with me when I have, uh, when I've preached and, and uh, have, have uh, been at my house. And when I tell you, uh, when people say, well, you know, I have certain friends. He's my friend. He's actually pulled up under my table and ate my food. So I've, I've helped to feed him. So he's my friend. He's my friend, whether he <laughs> consider me is or not. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So you have an open invitation uh, to come back on Moments of Grace. And I want to thank you so much, my brother, for being a part. 
Thank you, too. It was, it was a blessing. It was a blast. I really appreciate it. Amen. Amen. And so as we're as we're closing um, this first um, this first episode of season four, uh, I, I want you, you, you know, if you're, you're not going to subscribe, please get his book, get his book and all of his information. And in, in fact, let, let, let me let me take a step back. Pastor, how can they get the book? So let you tell them how they can get the book. But we're going to have all of your information where they can purchase the book also in the show notes, but you tell them how they, how they can get the book. Absolutely. Thank you too. We have one major place that we, that everybody goes is amazon.com. You can go in and just type in Mr. Alpha male or pastor Mars, then whichever one you want to do. And you'll see uh, it'll come up on Amazon. Also I have a website uh, it's RLW group, LLC that RL group, rlwgroupllc.com and you can purchase it there uh, as well. Uh, so those are my major platforms. There's a Kindle, uh, an ebook, there's a, a paperback book, and there's a hardback book on Amazon or rlwgroup.com. Got you, got you. And also, uh, there will be a book, a, a link in our bookstore as well. Um, and we'll, you know, you'll, you'll see the, uh, the, the picture of the book and everything. And if you click on that, it will take you to, uh, to the Amazon site where you can purchase it there on Amazon. So if you go into our, our website, uh, drajrbutler.com, um, and go into our bookstore, you can get, uh, the book there as well. And so Pastor Johnson, thank you so much. Johnson, thank you so much for being here with us. And dear hearts, thank you all for being here with us. You know, keeping in mind that the there's nothing weak about being saved. There's nothing weak about being a believer. As I said at, at the earlier part of, of our discussion, to me, the greatest macho man, the greatest alpha male, the greatest man of standard was Yahshua, Yahshua who is Jesus Christ to allow himself to be nailed on the cross for your sins and I and mine, to be uh, scourged and treated as he was for a crime he did not commit, to die for you and I, he is truly, truly the alpha male. And so I not only want to encourage you to buy um, Pastor Johnson's book, but I want to encourage you to look at changing your life and look into more of a relationship with Jesus. Well, with that said, our time is up. I want to thank you once again for being here with us here on Moments of Grace. We look forward to seeing you and having you with us on the next episode. And as always, remember to love God, love life, and keep your light on.